Talatamanta, the thief. Ah, oh, yes. And well, do let me know if you make any changes so I can, uh, you know, do stuff with them. Trillers arguably is in there right now, so I hate to. Uh, I don't think I could, I could add anything. Because it, it was like you say, it was six aspects, yeah. But I mean, yeah. you could always change something if there, you know, if you'd rather have a different aspect or. Um, I mean, it, it all kind of works. But the other thing I would add, you know, the only thing I could I could think about adding in would be, you know, genre savvy. But that's you know, no. <laughs> 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 it's a temple. There's going to be a statue there with eyes, with diamond eyes, with gem eyes of some sort. And we're, of course, we're going to pry them out, and that will anger the god. <laughs> but the hard part is going to be fencing those things, because no one will want the eyes, except for those who do want those eyes, and you don't want to deal with those people. Now, she don't have stunts, though. Uh, there are no stunts, though... It works like Stuntless Fate in that you can um, lock down aspects to uh, change something. If you're, say, in a jungle and you want to evade some clumsy, you know, meadow horsemen, you could maybe lock down out of the silent jungle and use use guile instead of, say, sweat or some other skill ah. for the for the duration of that. Conflict or scene. Uh, I can't. I can't use it though for tapping the reroll or anything. There. Exactly. It, it, it's now locked down for the. Does that cost a? Does that cost a fate point? That to costs do it, or? a fate point. Yes. You could also invoke uh, aspects to introduce uh, NPCs either as contacts or as like cannon fodder. Give yourself a few uh, minion type stress boxes. Because it does work on the aspect. An aspect does have certain truth to it. So yeah, snakes in every hand. Yeah, I have snakes in every hand. <laughs> they don't always is, friendly snakes, though. I take care of them. I, I keep it. I've been with playing mice, rabbits, and and Lily, my my boa constrictor. She gets a nutria every so often. Uh, that's all well and good. I'm not talking about the denotation of snake. I'm talking about the connotation of snake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you snake. I kind of oh, but, oh, that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> spider babies wouldn't hurt me unless I, unless unless they had to. Snakes are snakes, you know. They aren't like yes. <laughs> <laughs> they have that reputation for a reason. Hey, you know, I was a boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> don't come crying to me, since I don't have a good idea what where you're at fate wise. Then I'm just going to go with a hard four, and I'm going to give Dirk an extra, because I uh, locked down an aspect of yours last time for story purposes. So I gave you an extra fake point for that. I know you've spent some in the past, and there's no refresh to this system, so uh, which is evil, but that's the way it should be. So you're not likely to be at max capacity, but uh, there will be some opportunities to earn more fate, certainly. So four for Talot, five for um, Garvar. All right, four of fate. So, it's the two against the ziggurat. So, uh, the story so far is, well, last time, many weeks ago, Darvar and the delightful rogue Rydak was 
Uh, well, merrymaking in the um, Vilayet of Harat. And it's monsoon season there. So, uh, you know, it's terribly drowned and the water levels, levels rising. And it's, it's kind of a mud juggle full of oh. wild and fantastic and horrible things. Among other things, the six-legged drakes used as mounts, but uh, they're not overused right now since it's so flooded. Anyway, in the midst of that revel, and having met and, and befriended uh, a pair of uh, necromancer twins, they were assailed by by crazy ghosts, and uh, once those crazy ghosts were uh, dealt with, they were then assailed by madmen, naked madmen with uh, weird pyramidic hairdos. And once they had uh, dealt with them, it came to light that apparently these were some sort of warrior priests of a festering frost flower demon said to make its avatar a monstrous tentacle sprouting orchid in the deep jungle, the deep swamps. And so, uh, considering that it was taking control of and driving uh, ghosts and ancestors and, and, and such into uh, afterlife and after its uh, descendants, and of course, since it sort of took possession of Garvar's favorite thing, spirit realm element. Uh, and, of course, since it was rumored that the, the, its heart was a, a, a behemoth balas ruby, it was decided that it had to go. And so they uh, set about finding this, uh, well, this flower to get rid of it. Uh, and, of course, nobody's much in a, in a mood to go trudging around the swamps and jungles in mid-monsoon season. Uh, except maybe for a certain, let's see, a ferryman, the eyeless one, who was apparently this, uh, this, uh, legendary monstrous grey-robed ferryman type, whose bamboo float could, by legend, popular legend, take one anywhere. It didn't matter what, uh, you know, tide was or what devils, uh, worried you. Once they found this ferryman, however, he demanded a male babe should be given unto him for the, the, the service of taking them to this place. Of course, Rydek didn't like this so much, so uh, he sort of read it as a male babe of maybe a six-legged drake variety, and so sort of skirted the whole issue. Of course, the ferryman wasn't much pleased, but his, his craving wasn't necessarily spelled out, so mm-hmm. he sort of begrudgingly took them to their first destination, which was a an ancient sunken fane, a sort of temple where, where uh, indices of devils were held aforetime, so that they might delve into it and find some you know, precious knowledge of, of this demon for the purpose of getting rid of it. Mm. Uh, and in the, the process of finding this these indices, they were assailed by these uh, sort of uh, weird uh, two-legged vampire snakes with great crimson throat wattles. Um, oh. You know, man-sized. And I believe one of the necromancer twins was hurt, but the rest were driven off. And uh, they got their hands on the first, or, you know, the only index. And I think that's where we stopped. And I was very perplexed since I had thought that the scenario was short enough that we would be able to play it all at one (laughs) sitting. But no, of course not. No, 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 no. no. So somehow we gotta figure out how to get to lot in here. Yes, and how to sort mm-hmm. of Rydek becomes an NPC or something at this point. Yes, I was thinking maybe since well the ferryman was a dick and left them kind of out here mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Maybe this might be a decent opportunity for uh, sort of uh, split. Rydek might be feeling that hey, it's not cool to just leave uh, the hurt twins. Out here with the mm-hmm. you know lizards that uh, whose bite is uh, not only caustic but possibly venomous, and so he might 
go, oh, fine, you know, I'll, I'll trudge them back to town. Sure. And uh, maybe Garvar can, can go ahead alone. And maybe that's where um, Clotamanta shows up. I don't know, running from the natives or, or something similarly or genre-appropriate. <laughs> or he's, uh, he's also in the temple. He heard about, he's, he's heard about these vampire snakes things. And he's wondering, I wonder, <laughs> in the past, how different can we be? <laughs> Uh, of course, if he sees one with two legs, he'll go, mm, that's not a snake. Oh, and six vestigial arms that didn't really do anything. That's not a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out Lily, his boy constrictor. No, that's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out, you mean, you mean, sort of hauls out. <laughs> Besides, he's, it's the, 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 the deluge and the jungles is like, yeah, it rains. It's jungle. Live with it. Of course, it is monsoon season, so it's unseasonably, uh, or rather, not unseasonably, it's seasonally appropriate deluge, and, uh, you know, rather much of it. Rather a lot of it. Yeah, yeah it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is jungle. He's been, he's been out here probably looking for various things and so forth, or he's, he's, he's on the run from some place. One or the other, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> probably all of them. <laughs> So, uh, do we want to, like, set the scene where you're splitting up and, and getting reacquainted, or, uh, do we just launch into the new, um. I, I, I can see us just simply, you know, waiting by the ride deck as he's heading away. And the are twins staying with us, or they go. Oh, oh, this is beautiful. This is like, you know, oh, what do we do for a boat? Oh, I have a boat. That's, you know, Clodomanta. Like, oh, you can have mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a boat. Yeah, it's, um, it's small. It'll be cramped for three people, but, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind the snakes. <laughs> oh no, the snakes are coming with me. All of them. Oh dear. Okay. Snake guy, you know, you know, thinking about his background and, you know, yes, he, he's portrayed as a thief, but I looked at his sorcery and saying, at one time, he was supposed to be he was on, the, on the fast track of becoming a priest for the snake goddess. Kitchy, kitchy, kudo, carl. Trouble is, er, her, yeah, he got in trouble with her with her husband, Quetzalcoatl. Oh. <laughs> you know, he's a ba- he's a bane to gods and suzerains. You know, yeah. it doesn't say goddesses. Well, authority, authority. <laughs> but he's definitely a so de- devotee to catchy uh, catchy quaddle. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, how else would he be able to pull some of his tricks? That it's a fair. Point. It totally works. <laughs> so he's been on the run. He can't really go home because he'd probably be sacrificed to Quetzalcoatl. Anything yeah. was looking for. Maybe, it was maybe looking... a few of those snakes are actually servants of this this horrible god, and that works wonderfully in favor of snakes on every hand. I mean, she's a good she's a good goddess. Of course, of course. And then there's her husband. <laughs> yeah, there's her husband. Yeah. <laughs> Who demands blood sacrifices? <laughs> and what we do with it? We burn it. It's like, right, okay, when you do it with a beating heart, you cut out a, a, a sacrifice, you burn it. Until it's crispy criticism, you can't do nothing but, like, eat it. Don't look so, at me like that. All right. <laughs> the, the, the muddy, rain-washed beach where uh, Rydak is, is taking the boat away with the, the necromantic twins and, you know, wishing you luck and, and uh, cursing his fate for not being able to get at the frightfully valuable Balas ruby. It's a, it's a demon ruby. Yeah, it's not... It's, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, you, you don't have... You don't actually have genre savvy. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, your character is all about going after these... Uh... I know. <laughs> 
cursed uh, rubies. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> I can actually hear one necromancer prince go, don't worry, if you die, you'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll call you back before the flower does, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I know, yes. And, and the, the funky name, of course, there is Yaharach, which is the, supposedly the sound that the flower makes when it regurgitates those it has devoured. So it's, uh, all in all, a very, a very jolly flower. A typical, friendly neighborhood god. So who has the, who has the index you guys stole? I guess you two do. And, oh, wonderful. This is time, the time for you to come up with an aspect. Two, in fact, one each for the flower that should be both harmful and a boon to it. It should be something that you could, you know, tap and then spend fate points to to tap again for your benefit, but also something, like I said, uh, um, it could be a boon for it. An example would be uh, the flesh obeys, right? So it might have, have some sort of dominating quality over living beings, but at the same time, it is living and flesh of a sort, plant flesh, and so it has to obey the laws of flesh, right? Something to uh, that tune. Well, one thing crossed my mind was beguiling aroma. How's that bad for it? <laughs> oh, you said, you, you said boon. Yes, it should be a boon for it as well, but it should primarily be something you can actually tag. The pur- purpose of finding this index was of devils was to sort of find extra ways for you to oh. deal with it. Orcas do have their their enemies in the forms of various kinds of insects, and yeah, it smells great. Lunchtime. All right, but all the, right. We're gamers. We know how to spin this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what was that? Beguiling aroma. And Dirk. Uh, Too many tentacles. Which is a boon for it, and also it could be a bane as they get tangled with each other. You can probably assume that it has tentacles, since that is the the popular legend. This would be, you know, think of something that you might exploit. Let's see. Okay, stuff you know already. It's an ancient evil of some kind. It has tentacles. It commands the dead, the spirits of the dead. It has a crazy warrior cult. It has potentially a ruby inside of it. Oh, right. Yes. A cursed ruby, because you always are. (laughs) Connected to the earth. All right, that's that's good. Yeah, I can see these hordes of uh, of its undead legions building, you know, filling sandbags or building earthen dams to keep it from being inundated by the by the waters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go with that. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Connected to the earth. Yeah, those are the um, elements you have discovered via the lexicon that might actually help you. Okay, so the ailing trio is vanishing in the misty jungle raining distance, and now you guys have to find a way to find the flower on your own. However shall you do it? You know, it's in the deep swamps. Hmm. And from the modded uh, title, it's probably right next to or adjacent to or right on top of uh, some kind of ziggurat. How tall is the building? What? Oh, uh, this this is, imagine Angkor Wat if it was in the middle of a swamp uh, of mud and it had sunken into it. This is called the sunken vein, so. Yes, yes. That could be too tall. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) We built a temple in the swamp. It fell over. We built a second temple. Oh, wait a second. I, I got a little bit of story. Actually, I think Gavar's got more, more magic than I do. I remember I was looking to use my uh, shamanism to detect the uh, 
the evil emanations of this foul demon. Uh, you know what? No, no. Use the ethereal uh, bear god nose to sniff it out. Yeah. Does he uh, pull a little bit of string? I don't know. Just go grab a twig and break it off and, tr- and trim it down to his like makes like a little pointer tight around there. Holds it in the air so it has a different pointer on it. And then I use my sorcery to make it to turn into a divination and have it point in the direction we need to go. Calling on the goddess, you know, directly directly where I need to go to find this to find this uh, this creature. This seems like a sorcery thing, so uh, let's say one of you can make the the roll, and I'll grant a plus one since you're sort of advantaged by helping each other. Who has the... So I have sorcery, and you have shamanism, but I think your shamanism was much better than my sorcery. Plus three. Yeah, so I make the thing, I hand it over to Gavar, and I'm going, I'm just going to give you a little help with prayers to my goddess. How's that? Have you make the roll? <laughs> <laughs> Reach out with the supernatural senses. Cool. And plus three, I guess four with a boost. All right. That is certainly enough to, to get a whiff of the, yes, foulness of this, uh, unnatural abomination. And we uh, see the little piece of, the little pointer go twist. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, it's, sort of, it's, it's sort of pointing in that direction, but then sort of bending back on itself, like it's recoiling from something horrid, <laughs> trembling. Right. Oh, don't worry, big buddy. I'm good at navigating in the, in the jungle. <laughs> Navigate that way. I stomp on the ground a couple of times because some of the kids don't listen too well, and send, the, and send my snakes slither out of the, of, the for, out of the weeds and so forth. Come on, kids, we gotta go. Up on daddy. <laughs> you realize that splat, splat, splat. Oh, <laughs> mud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stomp, and then a couple seconds to get your foot out of the muck. <laughs> hey, I live in the jungle. I know how to stomp. I'm small anyway, so I don't stick as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> the giant man has been sinking this whole time. <laughs> No, he's doing that, that that waddle you see guys trying to do the not to sink, you know, walking back and forth all the time. And he only had to stop when he was doing the the, 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 the divination <laughs> to get the direction that he sunk down a little bit. All right, <clears throat> into the silent jungle. Well, of course, it's it's thrumming with the uh, with the deluge, but but uh, that mm-hmm. aside, yes. So okay, you you cross the wild and howling traverse of the the inhospitable horrid devil jungle and uh, swamp. You know, of course, it entails dipping into various pools and, and uh, crossing you know small bodies of water and big bodies of water and then crawling through the treetops and so on and so forth. Don't step in that pool. This is the wrong color. <laughs> There's some sort of alligator over there. Uh, it would be alligator. Or it would be a crocodile. Not be an alligator. Something is in the water. This is what that in the swamp. The swamp. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> they come in all shapes and sizes and, and personalities, just like snakes. Just like snakes. <laughs> and of course, there's yeah. the occasional uh, uh, sighting of the fiery swamp fiends that sort of uh, shamble about and uh, make lives life miserable for for the locals. They're steaming like crazy in this rain, though. <laughs> But yes, it's actually surprisingly quiet and calm, uh, and you know there there are no particularly sight, particular sightings of of the dead or or spirits of the dead or even the the cult that was after you or Garavar and Rydak previously. And at length, you find in the very depths of the swamp, you find this great 
sort of a hill. It is all hooded with uh, greenery and uh, mangroves and and weird oversized blooms and flowers and and there are like these crazy vampire bats in in evil colors flittering about. And of course now it's it's getting toward dusk, so the sky is all wreathed in unnatural and crazy colors. Uh, you know mm. that you get when when you have. A sword and sorcery world, and then, of course, uh, you know, the washing of rain clouds and, and uh, the setting sun and so forth. All lurid yeah. and purplish and pinkish. And, and I look over at Gar- Garavar and I go, you want to wait till morning before we go in there? I don't think it'll make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either, but it'd be nice to actually have some sunshine and shine and some things. Looking at the uh, thick layer of clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the sun since I came to this place. <laughs> that sounds like a blue song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, there's the the crack of thunder and and the the heavens light up briefly above the uh, you know the summit of this thing. You can almost perceive the the writhing of of snaking things and the mists atop it. Those aren't snakes. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a ziggurat. That's Ziggurats are typically solid. This is from previous experience with other ziggurats other places. So really, the only up there, I bet it's got a spiral staircase that goes up it, up it, but we can't see it from here. Well, you could always penetrate the foliage and see what you find. It's too wet to set fire to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should make our way around it to scout out the entire thing. The longer we put it off, the better off we'll be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have a feeling that all those, you see those flowers, those are, those are orchids. I bet they're an early warning system. <laughs> Two of them look away, sort of indignantly. Oh, it sees us already. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the, the mist is, is forming around the hillock in unpleasant and unnatural shapes. And there's a, you know, hint of whisper and, and distant music in it. And it smells great. I'm sure it does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in that sort of come hither and be eaten way. Do you make your way around, scout it a bit? Go Are on. there any um, outbuildings or mounds outside of this? I mean, you know, this is a ziggurat. T- it's a temple. Which means uh, they have the they buildings outside of it for the for the priest. Yeah, you you certainly spy stone structures that have sunken into the um, the water and uh, and the mud that are just overgrown with the mosses that seem to have little tentacle bits on them. This could be a year old. This could be a thousand years old. We're not quite sure. <laughs> No, literally, there's a, down there in Yucatan where the, where they have the, the Mayan temples, mm-hmm. it's a daily job to cut back the forest. I if they were just, to, if they were just to stop for a year, you would not be able to find some of those temples. But I think the condition of the building is more like it's been here for a while. Uh, yes. Certainly there are portions that are, um, adorned with various forms of picto, Things. Yeah, picture, uh, glyphs and, yeah. yeah. It's written in some dead language that no one here reads. Yeah. This is, is what the answer language. is. Images, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, images? Uh, anything like, you know, anything puerile or something demonic? Certainly partly demonic, but most of it is faded. So, um, it's tough to read or say, unless you would like to make a declaration. Well, since it's night out, we probably can't see it. It's more like do touch and feel. 
That's what we're seeing at this point. Well, you know, it's twilight, so uh, there's still a kind of brightness, but yes, there's a, you know, it suddenly gets Mm. darker when you dip into the candy. And we get the purple light from the whatever is going over or over there, so that makes (laughs) light. And, you know, there's the occasional illumination of passing swamp feeds, of course. I wonder if this was the god that was living here, and he's sort of pissed off now. It's a temple. Is it, so, is it, there's a demonic force thing up there. It probably was the god that was being worshipped in this temple, and now it's gone to seed, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no worshippers. Except the uh, crazy cultists. Yeah, but they could be a new thing. That, that sounds like an interesting type of, uh, say, sorcery declaration. If oh. you want to say there is uh, an angry deity asleep or, or uh, abused within the hill or something like that, or in the cigarette or taken over by the flower, you could certainly uh, pay a fake point and just have it be true, or chance a die roll, but, I don't know, a fake point seems more appropriate. Yeah, but I'm, I'm feeling that I want all my fake points when we actually get in there. Always get some. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I'll pop a fake point and say, at one time it was a god, it's now an angry demon, because he went for a while without any worshippers. All right. And it's gone to seed, basically. He's in, it's not in the demonic aspect. And he's now finding himself in someone else's hierarchy. And he doesn't like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, that's what happens. One person's God because another, another, another religion's demon. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so do we call that, what, the wrath of the dead God or something? Yeah, that sounds good. So now that's taggable. Uh, if anyone wants to use it in conjunction with the sorcery or shamanism or something in order to mm-hmm. do something cool. Erevar, if you talk to it, I'll hold I'll hold a knife next to your throat just in case it talks back and decides to take you over. Staring blankly. Because <laughs> I don't know his, his spirit guide's been taken over. I don't know. Uh, have, have you told him the whole story of, of uh, how the flowers denied you your spirit connection? No. <laughs> I just told him there's a giant ruby at the heart of this thing. <laughs> So is there uh, anything I need to know before we go on to certain doom? No, no. There's a ruby uh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, okay, while making this discovery of the, the angry dead god sleeping within, you find in the western reach of the hill, you find a path that isn't entirely overgrown. Um, slabs of stone laid out, pretty large slabs as well. Like, you'd have to take a stride or two to uh, reach the next step in a sort of flight up the um, up the hill. And from here, through the twisty paths, you can see something dark and stony up top, as if it is a giant black secret. Yes. Yeah, look at the stones going. And they're not covered in vines and mosses and crap. Oh, like they're, that. you know, occasionally mossy and, and you know, they're well, mossy, been, but yes. But they're not but they're not overgrown with the local uh, local kudzu. They have been taken care of. Someone lives here. So it's like it's it's someone with a <laughs> command over the growing things. Is the stones are set for something something with a bigger stride than us? Uh yes. Alright, so you almost have to like jump from one stone to the next. Uh, they're not super high though. Every flight isn't, uh, you know, crazy. But, uh, it takes a stride and a half for Garbar and two or three for, um, for the Manta to sort of if we, cross if it. We, if we cross it. You know, we should probably scout. I'll find a spot to sit down and reach around and pull out my Gartner snake, Trixie. Trixicata. <laughs> okay. Go up there and see what you can see. Your eyes are my eyes. 
Your eyes are my eyes. I'm basically using my uh, connection. All right. Remember how, remember how I did that with the cobra? Do it basically yes. the same thing. So should I roll for that or? It depends on what you intend to do. Uh, do you wish to use sorcery to determine if anything is up there, or? Well, I'm going to be using her as a as a uh, as a scout. Okay. So I'm looking through her eyes. That seems like a sorcery roll to me. I only got a plus one on that. Whoa! I got five. Well, great, interesting. <laughs> okay, so Pixie, cool. Who, uh, Feeny? Yeah, Trix, just call her Trixie. Yes. Uh, she's a little gardener snake, a little, you know, non-venomous, the smallest snake I got, and, but she can get, just get about anywhere, and she keeps me lice-free. <laughs> <laughs> right, so she slithers into the jungle and upwards, and it is a ways up. I got my eyes closed, but I'm watching through her eyes. Yes, okay, so there, there's and, a whole lot of um, viney, um, kind of unnatural growth. Some of the roots that sort of jerk out of the the muddy hill are sort of unnaturally green and they're laced with a, an almost purplish uh, net of, of vein, pulsing vein-like things. Trixie's not liking this. <laughs> <laughs> and the higher I can up, sense that. <laughs> the higher up you go, the mistier it gets until you reach the, the foot of uh, the sort of um, the, the summit where, yes, there's this really old vine-festooned black, what do you call it, with the uh, steps. It's not a smooth or uh, like a uh, an Egyptian-type pyramid. It's We have a mound, and on top of that is another ziggurat. Yes, wow. but it, it's uh, also almost as if the ziggurat is growing out of the hill or mound. It is doing you know, what we did back with my people. You know, the temple, the temple I used to worship, worship at was built on top of another temple, which is built on top of another <laughs> temple, which is built upon, upon another temple. Temple. We use them as bases and build them bigger. This is like so. This so this is the ziggurat that was built around it was much bigger, but it's crumbled down. Now we see the original black ziggurat inside. And up on the summit, there is something swaying—a great floral shape that, yeah, is difficult for the snake to look upon. I tell Trixie, "Come on back, yo! Don't get in trouble. Come back." You do uh, perceive via the snake like distant uh, tromping of feet in the mud. Oh. So there's probably a presence of living beings up there as well. So probably it's nice, good, and dark now when she gets back. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, but we have, there's something we have wrong now. here. There's something oh. wrong here. So it seems like there's this purplish luminescence in the in the jungle, and the mosses sort of light up in a in a um, phosphorescent sense, and. Uh, the skies above the cigarette in uh, great Ghostbuster tradition is sort of a whirl of color and and um, stuff. So you figure. And I'm, probably, I'm probably giving him a running commentary what, what I saw there. So yeah, I she am. she she felt a large number of people up there. There's critters up there, or people, or something. Let's call them critters. There's critters up there. So you figure you can sneak in there, steal the ruby heart, get out. <laughs> Mm. How about a distraction? Who said that? <laughs> I saw a good route to get up there. We could see. I mean, we didn't go. She didn't go up on the tower itself, the zero at the top itself. How much taller was it? It's yeah. probably a good uh, one hundred feet. Okay, so the base we're talking about is probably the size of Giza. <laughs> <laughs> It's two football fields long. Oh, maybe uh, maybe that is a bit exaggerated. Ah, uh, say sixty then. 
The film's going to be still, big. I mean, it's still huge, but, uh, yeah. you know, not silly. And it's fairly steep. Well, come on. We're not gonna, we can't get eaten if we stay down here. <laughs> Up the pyramid base. To the ziggurat, I guess. Both of you? Uh, uh, stealthily? Uh, openly? How do you do it? Stealth- stealthily, of course. That's no, what my Kyle's for. You should be stealthily, certainly. I, mean, <laughs> I think uh, I'll be a distraction, because I won't be stealthy. <laughs> All right, which means I'm not using, I won't be using the stone blocks. He can use stone blocks. I'm going to be going through the foliage. And hopefully he won't try to eat me. Just cry out in pain if, he, if there's a problem. <laughs> Dirk, are you uh, then approaching it openly with an intent of creating a distraction, maybe distracting it from finding the thief? Yes. Okay. And Clodamante is uh, sneaking up. Yeah. So how about, uh, Dirk, you create a, like, maneuver? Yeah, see if you can create an advantage for me, you know. Yes. Make as much noise as a bear in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Use my, uh... Foos to just, to just stomp. <laughs> <laughs> Tear down vegetation, roar. Then I will just go pounding up the stone uh, pathway. Okay. Plus three. Oh, cool. See what yours truly. Oh, time. I roll disgustingly well. And so certainly you, you make a great racket. Uh, the flower is certainly aware of you, but not to its detriment. Alas. Uh, would you like to <laughs> invoke something? It's at uh, plus six. Is there any way you might get up there? Three points. Two invokes. It is a bit of a waste expenditure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Still, you should have the option before I just toss it away. Yeah, I think it's better to save fake points and, and invokes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to try sneak, and I get a plus three. So what did it roll? Uh, it rolled a negative one for it, meaning it's at fair... Yes, you you sneak up on unnoticed. To the foliage, and yeah, over there I hear crunch, crack, rawr. <laughs> so I get to the edge of the top. I'm not going to climb on top. I'm going to poke my head up. Well, actually, no. I'm going to poke. Can I still see through my gardener snake's eyes? Or sure, yeah, sure, sure. So I'll poke her head up like a periscope and look around. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the, you know, barbaric jungle version of the Mission Impossible music. (laughs) (laughs) With the jungle drums. (laughs) Is it clear? (laughs) Uh, Well, you see an awful lot of drippy, slick, black, pointy stone and vines and so forth, and mist, but you don't see any people or any spirits beside the flower presently. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not in ziggurat yet. I'm just up to the edge where the ziggurat starts. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Station is pretty much up to the base, so you're yeah. still hidden if you up. You are up to the the edge. So, what's happening to Big G? All right. So, uh, Garavar is stomping up. Uh, you can see the distance high up. The backlit, great black floral silhouette and its great cup swinging down toward you. And there, there's a, a brief gust of of this sickening nectar. And in your mind, you begin to sort of um, you begin to hear 
almost like a distant music, and with it, these images begin to seep in, these impressions, these these ghosts of old, that ultimate Thule wherefrom you come, with, uh, you know, the great murmuring rivers, the, the, the summer green pastures and the mountains and the sweet debate of, of maids and swains and, and, you know, all things lost to time and the demons, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to compel the last of the Aesir. Say you are temporarily, uh, sort of distracted by this, sort of dazed. How temporary? Uh, <clears throat> moments. Yeah, which means if I get in trouble, it's all me. That sounds good. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'll add a, so you have six now then. Yes. Speaking of getting in trouble, uh, I'll continue on up the ziggurat. Yes, I'm, I'm just going to keep going with Gara for a moment. Uh, and, sure. And yeah. while you sort of stealthily move up the... Do I need to roll again for this? Because I'm basically out of cover now. There's, from what you said, there's no there's nothing growing on the ziggurat other yes, than... Yes, there are vines. And oh, there uh, are vines? most of the vines are actually this kind of bright green, purplish, veined, pulsing stuff. Yeah, yank on those. Yeah, not touching them. Okay, so uh, on the heels of this sort of impression of of all that home that you have lost, you hear this. It's not quite a voice. It's more like a flow, a pulsing flow of demonic ichor in in plant stems that sort of make out a symmetry of, of a voice. And it goes, Garvar, have you not drunk? Deep enough of all these ephemeral pleasures of life and of the misery that follows. Would you not rather lie down and join your brethren in death? And uh, I'm going to call that a little seduction attempt, right? Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I'm going to pay you another fate point to make excellent use of your living dead man aspect. <laughs> so now you're at seven fate points. Yes, this is, uh, in fact, a mental or social type of attack. Or, well, rather sorcerous, but... Oh, so that is a six. Okay, then this would be against my... Uh, it would be against your, say, cool, or, um, if you have, if you have, like, an appropriate, uh, aspect, you can always lock one down to use some other ski- uh, skill. Oh, or, hey, uh, you are, you're a sorcerer shaman, uh, you could always use that. What do I need to be here? Uh, it's at six. Well, I'm just doing my Indiana Jones up here. <laughs> well, um, Why did it have to be vines? <laughs> Why did it have to be flowers? Yeah, this word's gonna suck all my fate points. Um, suck. <laughs> oh, oh! I'm gonna need to take two to beat him here. Uh, well, I have the, the knowledge of the ancients, and these tricks are not new to me. Of course. And I am the last of the Aesir, so I can't just let the last of them go. <laughs> I am all that remains to tell the tale. All right. So that, I think, brings you up to a six as well, and that's a tie, and I think ties go to players. So you are undeterred. Yes, climbing up, 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 up to the top while it's busy trying to eat Big G's soul. <laughs> <laughs> just a little... Okay, so uh, you make your way toward the summit, and uh, I'm not going to be an ass enough to force you to re-roll something that you 
succeeded. Unless you have an idea or you want to create some drama, uh, you actually reach the top. I think right now, I think, I think being so thoroughly distracted by Big G, I climb to the top, trying not to touch anything, and it's getting harder as I get to the top. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's big. <laughs> It's huge, and it's it's sitting in this kind of basin, just blood slick bone and weeping corpse parts, and the, the dust of people, of the ash, right? That's wow. you know been completely soured and and soaked by the rain and uh, its own sort of discharges. And I don't see the pulsing ruby. No, you don't. Yeah. No, and of course oh. the, the the parts nearest to you, the 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 ancient growth, it's blackened and scaly and you know crusted from centuries of growth. And then you have the great big uh, leafy shapes that sort of soar and bend. And from that center, you have that long sinuous stem that, like the the vines, is kind of bright green. It's it's a more solid, and it's of course pulsing with these purplish veins. It's more apparent here. It's almost like uh, aorta-type activity. And it's going up to this great blasphemous cup. Which is now looking down at Big G, who's standing like deer deer in the headlights. (laughs) 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 About how big is this? Is this like about 20 foot across? or um, Let's do it in meters. Is is it like 5, 6 meters across? The basin it's sitting in is certainly 5, 6 meters across, yes. It's almost as thick at the basin as as the basin itself at the base as the basin uh, the flower is just it's like completely engorged and sort of shudders uh, as it sort of lower down and up here the nectar the the sickeningly noxious sweet nectar is almost overpowering oh there's there's almost like this blasphemous little whistling piping coming from from the the stuff in the middle it's, <laughs> it's horrible it. yes <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It smells like the worst, you know, dorm room after after a ganja smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, it's sort of drooling and dripping something as well from the cup, but that's not a good Yeah, of course, it's highly alkaline, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what plants use for poisons, alkalines. <laughs> so looking at this mess, going, okay, there's a heart in there someplace. If it's if, the, if this story's true, there's a ruby heart that's powering this thing. Yes. If I could... Find it. I can. I can maybe do a little. Um, like the old priest back home. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> like the old priest back home. Yes. I'm actually going to use my sorcery to see if I can call upon the goddess to point me at where its heart is. All right. I'm going to lock down bane of gods and suzerains. Mm-hmm. No, no, you just use sorcery to call upon her. I guess. Am I correct? Or okay. Yeah. 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 So in this case, I'm going to, I'm going to lock down the Bane of Gods and Sue Range, which cost me a fate point, uh, so I can use my Guile. Okay. Uh, you know, and Sweet Talker into pointing me in the right direction. The, if you want to use Bane of Gods and Sue to your uh, advantage later in the scene, I would suggest you take your lockdown of Drums and the Weirds of Night instead, which could easily sure. be construed to be the same thing, right? But it, it's... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. lock that one. I'll take the GM suggestion and lock that one down. I'll deduct one from your paltry sum of eight points. So I have two left. Yeah, just give me a fare and you'll you'll get, you know, an answer. Appropriate. I got one. Oh, did you roll a, 
appalling. I, yeah, so I'm going to tap my bane, bane of gods, uh, <laughs> set a fate point and make that a three. Okay. <laughs> which should be enough to give me an answer which direction I need to look at. So yes. do I go down into the basin or climb up the body? Well, okay, so there's this, there's this feeling of having these slick, or this slick great boa sort of, uh, slithering up both of your legs and onto you and around your neck and there's uh, a feeling of inspiration and you can almost see this pulsing center which is in the very core of this the toughest annoyingly enough the bits that are most ancient inside all of that right so basically down down the roots basically yeah, not in the roots but yes yeah, certainly by the base of the roots Yes. Through all this, uh, all the dead bodies, like Ichor and that crap. Through yeah. the Ichor, through the, the <laughs> almost chitinous, you know, outer Over. shell of this, the yeah. ancient growth, right? Over the Ichor and through the goo. Go- <laughs> <laughs> through the demonic heart we go. <laughs> okay, kids, everyone off. I don't want you guys to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, right. phase of the pyramid. Well, okay, Garva, you, you deny the, the, Flower demon, and so it, uh, you sense this great backlash as if the flower were roaring in anger or something. The mists begin to thicken and swirl and shapes begin to appear and, uh, there's the rush in the woods as of score and many extra feet rushing for the basin. Not the basin, the pyramid. Uh, Sigrat. There we go. So yeah, shit is happening. Oh, I'm thundering up the, uh, the side. Alright. As you do, right, the the vines start to sort of move and shift and uh, rise and attempt to bar your way and so forth. And uh, the mists about it start to take the shape of, of spirits, the crazy spirits with, um, you know, their eyes are all wild and uh, insane and, uh, you know, they're biting their weapons and so forth. And, and behind you through the jungle, you know, the poor, these naked warrior priests of this, of this flower just roaring blasphemy. And I think I should dig out the various stuff that you can use or not use to your advantage, since this is a fun little scene, and I should probably write them on the... Okay, so first of all, the pyramid is full of haunted stones. (laughs) Second of all, it has perilous ledges. Third of all, it is slick with... I-core. I-core, E-core. We all core. I think it's I-core or i but in English anyway, I have no idea what it is. Uh, and it is also thick with vines. So feel free to use these at your leisure. Scene aspects are Wrath of the Dead God, Haunted Stones, Perilous Ledges, Slick with I-core, and Thick with Vines. And uh, aspects that you have discovered pertaining to the flower is Beguiling Aroma and Connected to the Earth. Well, the flower is certainly not cool with you just racing up and and uh, doing god's know what so uh it will attempt to block your paltry ascent and this it will do thusly with a okay so that's four i'm pretty satisfied with a four that's scary enough if you want to ascend you have to beat a four this is to beat back the uh vines or the vines to to elude the spirits yes and feel free to, to work in whatever narration you think is fun or cool or, or you know, in, in keeping with the character as you ascend. Since he's using magic here, I think I can use my shamanism to fight back the spirits. Sure. Uh, and then that gives me a five. So I brandish some of my uh, bear claws and wave those at the spirits so they 
back uh, away from the power of the bear god. They, they draw away, shy away from the, the, the power of the bear god, yes. Cool, and then you, you certainly beat the four, so I guess the vines are not quick enough, and the spirits are deterred by the help of your charms. Fantastic. Vines grabbing him strong enough to pull away from the... the <laughs> yes. Okay, now that all hell is breaking loose, of course, I'm going to want a new uh, um, stealth check, Mr. Lotamantam. All right, and I'm using my guile, and I roll a... Oh, roll a four. Oh, cool. See what ye old plant does? Oh, that's, that's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, though, to say, well... Hey, I'm going to uh, invoke Connect to the Earth and give myself mm-hmm. a boost here. And I'm going to take down its fate allotment. Ta-da! Oh, and I'm going to lock down Ancient Evil so as to make it a little tougher. So five fake points left for the flower. Uh, let's see, that puts me... Uh, that's not enough. Oops. That's not enough. I'm going to have to use another. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at four. Oh, oh. And I'm invoking, oh, warrior priests. They they point up to the cigarette and, and, and scream in, in uh, blasphemous outrage uh, mm-hmm. as they spot the, the uh, wily thief. Sliding, uh, down, sliding down into the basin, yes. being all covered in ichor, ash, and things you don't want to think about. So let's do Garbar's action, whatever he wants to do, and then I'll I'll treat the thief to a little little something. Oh, goody. So compel would be nice. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> what is Garbar doing? Is he uh, fighting the stuff? Is he ascending? Is he? He's going to continue his ascent. Okay. I guess uh, it would be something physical to sort of outrun. Out yeah. to the uh, the vines and spirits and and uh, well the spirits are away but uh, the priests sweat would be running but I mean you could uh, always work in you know thews you're bounding up the steps or yes, something I'd be more likely to try to power my way up yes if the vines grab me well I grab back to pull myself up yes <laughs> <laughs> they want to help good <laughs> that's only plus one you might catch me ooh. Well, so I'm down to one. Um, well, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm I'm gonna simply tag for free, slick with icor and slick with vines. Right? Yeah. That puts me at yeah six. Maybe that's a bit much. Where are you at? I'm only at one. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, I'm I'm simply going to invoke uh, thick with vines. Since you're actually using them to propel yourself, they're, they're sort of fighting back, and uh, you end up more entangled than you hoped, even though you certainly break a few. The, the orange iker crap starts pouring down the, your arms and, and um, at the side of the pyramid, the, the cigarat, and so on and so forth. What do you get, then? Plus one, so plus three. Yes, if you invoke something, you will get a, a tie. Oh, and- Since this ichor is flowing down, I'll invoke the, the slick with ichor, and the guys chasing me are, are slipping and can't uh, pursue me. Ah, cool. Uh, and maybe you can use the slickness to get out of your, your, your yeah, um, vine grasp. Lines, yeah. Oh, uh, on those environmental, are those uh, one-taps for free? Uh, yes. The Roth, the Haunted Stones, Perilous Ledgers, Slick with Iker, Fig of Vines. First time, you use them free. 
so just uh, Gara gets free and and, and uh, continues his ascent, and you're powering from the top and at the top, sliding into the basin. Yes, yes. This is the <laughs> same sort of influence starts to uh, to seep into your brain that that Garvar experienced previously. As you sink into the basin, it seems to you that it's not full of body parts and ash and bone, but rather riches. And, you know, you're standing in gold dust, and there are scintillant gems falling from the sky, and there, there's this distant laughter as of, as of, uh, beautiful young women approaching, and you, you can almost smell the, the aroma of perfume and, and, uh, rare wines, and, and so on and so forth. And I'm, of course, compelling, uh, success is a heady wine for, for a stun effect. I'll stand there, you know, transfixed by the riches. I reached down and picked up. I don't, it's a skull, of course, but it looks like a, it's a golden goblet. <laughs> <laughs> Full of something, you know, uh, that you wouldn't normally drink, but uh, in this state, yes. Icker. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <laughs> okay, so you, you are up to two then. For the yep. present, okay. Yay. So in the midst of this stuff, and and you know, if you had not been been all uh, stunned by the visions, you would have noticed how the cup is swinging around and sort of bending down, looming over you, dripping, um, you know, plant saliva on your your back. And uh, yes, in the midst of all this, you hear the same sort of pulsing pseudo voice that. You know, it, it whispers something like, yeah, you know, powers and pleasures are all yours. I've seen your past. You know the drum and the ancient rites. Drum for me, and I will give you more than you've ever dreamed. And for this, I'm going to tag your drums and the weirds of night. That doesn't unlock it, though, does it? No, 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 no. It can oh, well. still be compelled and used for that. You yeah. can just not use it for anything else to your benefit. But I am awarding you another fate since it's tapping that. And it's going to essay to uh, charm you. And of course, you can you can defend with um, uh, mm-hmm. something appropriate, cool, possibly guile, uh, sorcery. Oh, uh... <laughs> that is- well, remember, I tapped it so I could use my guile instead of my uh, against gods. I, I had did lock down yes, my yes, yes. my. Uh, the, the, your, you locked down. Yes, <laughs> yes. It is at a monstrous plus eight. Well, let's hit. Let's see what I got. So I, got, I start with a plus three. I could uh, with one roll tie that, but not with that roll. <laughs> so that puts me at uh, puts me at four. So I would need to get well. I can hit Bane. Uh, oh no, I'll get one for free. No, I, 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 I'm going to do the one I have to pay for it first. I'm the Bane of Gods and Suzerains. Yes, I'll pay a straight for you for that. Wouldn't you rather be a god again? Of this vile thing, I'm going to tap his wrath of the dead god. Oh, it's not him. The wrath of the dead god is the god previous. You know. Uh, right? But I mean, you can always, you can always, uh. Oh, call on that god. Yes. Well, you know, I'll start calling on that god. You That's know. free. <laughs> yep. Tap that one, so it gives me a, so there we tie. Uh, oh. so I have four. <laughs> yeah. 
If if only Todd had been here, I'd had an I I would have had another possible meat puppet. <laughs> yeah. So how how does the wrath of the dead god help you? How how does that inform the the the, the scene? Is it rumbling it, in the in the beneath you, or or uh, what happens? It's metaphysical corpses sort of there, and I get the impression that no, just uh, I was a much better god than this. <laughs> <laughs> And it sort of, sort of kind of wakes me up, you know, and uh, kind of wakes me up and I realize I'm looking at a skull full of something that's not brains. <laughs> <laughs> so I look around, okay, that's right. Yes, I'm here to take down something. Right. Um, I pull my knife out. Okay. Hey, big Q. And I start doing the, doing the chant, the sacrifice chant. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to ritually sacrifice the demon to Quetzalcoatl. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to try to create an advantage for myself. So I'm, I'm going to try to use, use my guile to convince Quetzalcoatl, hey, look, I'm going to sacrifice something really good to you to make up for what happened to me and the missus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wrote a minus four. You're getting all the extremes today. I'm going to hit my <laughs> bane of gods and soon reigns. I'm going to tap it again for a fate point and re-roll that. Okay. There you go. It's it's actually now a, a five. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know that's that's uh, totally cool. What 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 kind of aspect do you want to put out? Oh, for the glory of Quetzalcoatl. All right. Okay. So, so uh, I guess back to Big G now. So so wait. Whoa 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 whoa. We oh. we we missed the entire uh, the entire uh, you know operatic uh, tapestry of of his influence oh. flowing back to you. Oh yeah. What's that like? Oh, it's a routine with all this envy and magic floating around. I'm probably covered in blood and nigger right now. Yes. <laughs> it's like you can see feathery wings coming off my back. Oh dear. Mystic wings coming off my back and my face is getting the countenance of a, of a serpent. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, basically you can see what it's like a metaphysical tail writhing up this, up the sides of the basin. <laughs> Normally you don't see this within the normal, when the priest normally does this, because it's usually in broad daylight when they do this, but at night time, with all this magic floating around, you're yeah. Gonna, yeah, you're seeing this. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's right now, it's just misty, but it's solidifying. Cool. Taking on more, more form, of course, in my hands that I have, that I have a knife. And now, of course, the, the, uh, ghosts and divines <laughs> and, and crazy priests are all, you know, Fit of the fact that the uh, the the giant man is is uh, eluding them. <laughs> so uh, from the bottom, the the I priest halfway up. I thought he's halfway up. Yes, yes. Well, they're also you know climbing yeah. anyway from the very bottom where the priests are. They begin to fire blow darts after the uh, the ascending giant, and um, you know the spirits sort of swirl around and try to avoid the the, the clinking of, of the bear claws and to get at him anyway, and the, the vines start to writhe around as well uh, and sort of lash at him. And from above, the, the tentacled flower is sort of nonchalantly slapping the, the steps of the cigarette behind it to sort of make it even worse. So they are trying to catch up with you, essentially. <laughs> uh, that isn't a... Oh, not an awful roll. What could I use? What could I use? I can pay some fate to uh, invoke the warrior priests and their uh, horrible, scary, you know, shooty, shooty <laughs> blow darts. And that would put me to uh, still a minus. So that would put me to four. So it's an effort of four or... All right. So I guess I'm still using my shamanistic power to keep the... Uh... Spirit away. Yeah. 
I think uh, the main thrust presently, I mean, those spirits are helping, but the main uh, thrust is the the uh, the firing of the the priests from below. I'll use my uh, my blood because I these little darts they aren't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You call that poison? I've had words at the bar. <laughs> so plus four. That's rolling. a fantastic uh, roll. That's that's four straight up. So um. You just you just deny them completely. <laughs> what are these gnat stinks? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the giant man in action. What happens? All right, so we want to get up so we can get at this evil demon. All right. Okay, that's one final ascent roll, and then you know, Bounding. if you succeed, you're there. Yeah. So you see behind it, yeah, your buddy, buddy Talat, taking on the form and shape of the feathered of the feathered god Quetzalcoatl. Well, maybe I'll have to take care of him after this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a fantastic role. We're getting a lot of uh, the extremes. Blowouts? Yes. Yeah, blowouts and extremes. <laughs> Grabs one of those writhing tentacles and just pulls himself up using it. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to even bother uh, rolling against that. That, that seems... Petty. So you ascend to the very top of the pyramid, and now you're face to, well, face to cup, sort of, with this demon, this flower demon. Aha. And, and you hear your buddy Vector chatting in a language you've never heard before come out of his mouth. I'm speaking my native tongue right now. It's only you can talk to your god. He's obviously been possessed. Speaking in tongues, even. Kill him. Kill him now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the possessed, well, the empowered yeah, uh, thief. Yeah, I'm basically going into the ritual, the ritual calling upon the god to uh, accept the sacrifice and feast upon the uh, the still beating heart of this great demon. Still using my guile for instead of sorcery for this one because it's a big con job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay, that's a six. Cool. I can make life really interesting though for 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 it because this is this is the point where I plunge the blade in. So I'm actually going to tap Quetzalcoatl. Now it's eight, and I'm calling upon the haunted spirits that live within the stones to help take this thing to the next plane of existence inside of Quetzalcoatl's <laughs> gut. So I'm just going to tap haunted stones. All right, gives me, a, gives me a plus eight. So when you do that, the the uh, the cigarette begins to sort of tremble and shake, and all these these uh, the stones that are completely solid stones begin to sort of morph like it's wet clay, and you see faces writhing and screaming of voiceless agonies, and uh, you know it, the whole thing begins to uh, light up in a sort of unholy radiance. I can even make it even worse. Yeah, I'm gonna spend the last fate point. Because I am the bane of gods and superheroes. <laughs> it's plus ten. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. Um, wait. Just wait. We're all out. Last fate points? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going all in. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to take this sucker down. And uh, let's see what <laughs> the poor, penurious, unfortunate little Demon. flower is doing. Oh, it's not too bad. So that's that's five. I can always invoke stuff, necromantic overlord, to to uh, counter the the uh, the uh, spirits of of the ancients arriving in the stones. So that was that seven. Seven. So we've got three still yes. going to it. And of course, the even the top is thick with vines. So I'm going to ah, hit that. Crap. 
that, that puts me at nine. And, uh, fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna spend my next to last fate point on tentacles! Exclamation mark. And have him sort of renee you with, with the, the swiping and sweeping of, of, uh, you know, those great, um, appendages. There we go. <laughs> yep. They're holding me back from, yes. from actually. Oh, yes, they into grab it. you. Yes, so you can't actually sink the. By now, it's you know your knife is probably ablaze with all this this uh, you know uh, and by now, fine energy. And by now, I don't even look like Talat anymore. I probably look like Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> <laughs> There's no legs anymore. Fantastic. Okay, so it's it's uh, it's the Battle of Giants. Speaking of giants. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the giant man from the north, the last of the Aesir. What is he doing? Oh, so I'm finally up facing this thing. So yes, you're right there. Sweep with his hand, which a ghostly bear claw appears and swipes at the stem of this plant. Oh, cool. It's going to be a three yeah. to start with, at least. And there's no so more uh, free free tags anymore, so... That is, uh, that is, uh, three without any kind of expenditures. Remember, he, he only has one fate point left. Yes. Oh, it's been connected to the earth because I'm breaking that connection. Attempting ah. To. Oh, are you trying to uproot it? Yeah, I'm trying to rip the, rip the stem. Okay, fair enough. Uh, close enough. Yes. Yes. And we'll use the good old power of the bear god to help with that. So it's been two fate points to get me to, uh, three plus seven. Oh, plus seven. Yikes, okay. Mm. I think I'm gonna... I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm just gonna take it on the nose. So that's... Let's see. That's a four-point difference, right? Yep. So with its extra stress, you actually knock off uh, four of its six stress boxes. And it's in serious dire straits. Mm. <laughs> oh, we have stress boxes. Okay. It has. Them. Okay. It created a few extra, but, you know, being a monstrous <laughs> flower kind of an ancient yeah. thing, but yeah, it only has two left. It only they work like minions, so it's not like you're in mm-hmm. huge trouble. I'm wondering if I should self-compel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to self-compel myself with too close for for comfort. I'm being lifted up into the face of the, of this demonic orchid. Cool. It's like it's trying, to, it's going to try to consume me. <laughs> because there's a god there now. Ooh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> and it's looking very yummy. So, uh, you know, the bear claw rakes the bottom of its stem and stalk and the, the leafy shoots and, you know, you probably slice off a few leafy bits and you rake the tough chitinous outer crust, uh, you know, like more it's icker. tissue paper and yes, more icker and, and, you know, you probably nick a couple of the uh, veins in the, in the very, uh, stalk, but it's still up. Uh, so okay, you, you, you get your fate point there, John, and you're lifted up to be devoured. <laughs> That's excellent. And then in that case, I don't yeah. uh, come up with a silly action. I know precisely what it wants to do. Thank you. Um, you want to eat me? Yes. <laughs> Alive. You can see the, the snake bite is now wrapped in vines, writhing back and forth, and you know, fighting, you know, <laughs> fighting back and forth. Fantastic. Okay. So yeah, it's just gonna try to eat you, and it does pretty decent with a four. Ah, and this is where I actually have to fight back, and I can't. And I can't use. Uh, I have to use my sweat or sense, I guess, at this point. You can still use guile if you can find a guile type, you know, action. Just because you tie something down doesn't mean that it's exclusively for sorcery. Now it's just use that for sorcery as well. How could I use guile? I use my best weapon, my mouth. 
<laughs> Are you sure about that? Are you sure you really want to eat a god? <laughs> okay, has, enough. That, yes. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl has, has the souls of millions of people. I think he would just eat you instead. <laughs> I, got a, I got a five. What did he roll? Uh, he rolled a four. Yeah, ah, fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna spend the last, uh, fate. Ah. It's there to be spent. Uh, so now he has none. And I'm gonna invoke ancient evil, and he's just gonna smack his non-existing, pulsing lip flower cup things, and, uh, you hear this kind of, uh, the villain is my ambrosia. <laughs> he's talking, that's good, he's not eating. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, he actually beat you with one? That would be, what, one stress, or...? No stress. Uh, oh, no stress. stress. Unless you have uh, given yourself stress boxes with the uh, locking down aspect. Ah. Uh, so, now you take a mild consequence. I'm, I'm going back to sort of the, the gradients, because I like the idea of maybe having, you know, if you take a severe consequence, it could be fun to have that fuel or inform later adventures, right? So, if you fail at something or take a big mental hit, it could... So, see, could, for a mild consequence, what was... Well, you're in, you're about to be devoured by a, a god-eating demon. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble is, all, the, all those are severe consequences. Splashed with some of its uh, caustic, uh, caustic <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's a spit sprayer. <laughs> it could be that, or you could be just shaken. You know, it doesn't have to be a... Oh, that's, that's good. When it's uh, shaken, how, how about fearful? Sure. That's only for this scene. End of adventure. Gone. Back to Big G, I guess. Yeah. All right. You keep so you keep on pruning. Use shamanism to call on the spirits of all these dead that are that are laying around there to try to claw and rip at the roots of this thing. Ah, cool. You can call of them course, the haunted uh, That would maybe fall under the influence of spirit. But okay, if if you're evoking the the spirits in the stones, that would be cool. But the spirits outside the stones are sort of right. uh, under the dominion of the flower, right? Just just a minor, you know, nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> they can still bite at the vines. <laughs> All right, you're calling on the haunted stone aspect. Without necessarily having to pay anything for it, because... It's the truth of the aspect. They're haunted. Yes. I'm at plus three right now. Okay. I think the the spirits are kind of keeping away from you. You're dangerous enough. But now the, you know, warrior priests are are ascending at a a clip. And so that's a three. It will attempt to... um, Stop your um your foul and profane activities. I'll use the uh, perilous ledges. No one's used that. Indeed. Oh, that's a free tap. We've yeah, never used so they, that. They're in such a hurry that some were falling off those perilous ledges. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you hadn't noticed so that I could use that. <laughs> Okay, in that case, you know, uh, even the slightest trembling in the stones will sort of cause them to lose their footing and sort of t- tumble out over the ledges and tumble down and, you know. Or uh, a face forms and bites her foot and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the sound effect of, no, 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 no. Plus two on them and I'll throw another fate point because I think that'll get beyond the stress boxes to do some real damage to this thing. Oh, okay, cool. I'll also um, tap my uh, demons of the waste so I know where to have these spirits really gnaw on the, the vines and really 
get at the heart of this thing. <laughs> okay. So that means you're six above above his uh, three. And uh, you're down to how many fate? Two. Uh, so two boxes gone, and I think that means he takes a severe consequence. Could he? Gobbled up. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the other side. Yes. I think his grip is loosening on me a bit. So yes, I'm sitting there, and his body's writhing back and forth, and then, then not in my voice comes back, Behold, demon, the power of a true god. I am Quetzalcoatl, god of the skies, of the sun, <laughs> of life itself. Die! F the, the freaking knife. It's going face first into its, into the, into where the heart is. It's going to plunge right in face first and eat the heart. Oh, okay, the knife itself. Cool, 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 cool. No, not the knife itself, no. Remember, I'm, I've taken on the form of Quetzalcoatl? Yes. I'm just going to go head first down into into its guts and eat its ah, heart. I, I see. Because okay. <laughs> it's not me doing it now, it's Quetzalcoatl doing it. <laughs> so that's your, uh, that's a guile attack then? Oh, or yeah. Like, yeah, with your uh, yeah. knockdown aspect? It's a plus three. Uh, I definitely got a fate point to tap Quetzalcoatl, so it puts it up to a plus five. And my roll of everything. Oh, uh, five. But that is a tie, so, so you win. Um, so, but there's no stress, he can't take any more stress. So but he can't take a consequence. Yeah. Moderate consequence of, uh... Heart attack! <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's silly enough that I'll, I'll go with that over poetry. Oh, wait a second, is gobbled up a free, t- is that a free tag? Yes. Oh, I'll tap that. Take me, up, take me up. You don't need to. You don't need, oh, wait, you can get your fate point back though. Yeah, if I kept gobbled up yes. instead, yeah. You see, you see, you see the, 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 your once, your once buddy come out of diving into the, into the stem, breaking through the vines, plunging, and there's ichor going everywhere as you hear, as you hear ripping, ripping green flesh aside going for its beating, beating in, in heart, wherever, whatever it, it yep. is. <laughs> oh dear, um, yes, what to do? It'll just try to digest you with its with its vastly, <laughs> rapidly deteriorating innards. Oh, ah, that's not yeah. going so well. That's a two. Oh, I can't. Still using God. It's, 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 it's trying to digest the God now. So I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I, I can justify maybe. Uh, well, using still using Guile at this point because it's the God. It's the God defending itself. And I get a three. So yeah, nope, 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 not today. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And by now, I think uh, a good deal of the spirits are beginning to dissipate, and uh, a good half of the warrior priests are beginning to sort of lose their minds and start to scream and and, and uh, froth at the mouth and run in circles as, uh, you know, the influence over them is sort of being torn and shredded and, and uh, eaten alive. So the, the giant man... So now that its uh, roots and stem are weakened, I just run at it and then knock it over and break its connection to the earth. Okay. You've got uprooted. Of course, you got to make sure you don't get hit by the writing tail of a god. That's the one that I say spend a fate point and re-roll. Okay, we'll give it a try, see if try a re-roll. No, it probably, probably won't be any better. We use the heart attack and a free roll. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. It's <laughs> exactly the same thing. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Well, let's see his defense. What Was that a fate point um, invoke? I was invoking the free heart attack. Okay, let's see what he what his little effort is. 
And that is uh, two. Two. Okay, so I'm at uh, zero. Well, I spend my last two fate points. Hey, you can tap. You can tap Quetzalcoatl. I'll tap Power of the Barrack God and uh, Connection to the Earth again with my last two fate points. To that's right. Don't do mix gods. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just another demon. <laughs> I imagine like you, you're rushing to it and ripping at it, uh, and as you do, you know your furs start to uh, ripple as as with some you know ghostly presence, and and uh, you know it's like you're being overlaid by this ghost bear tearing this whole thing up. Yes, claws ripping at the yeah. roots and the <laughs> And I think that means the last. Consequence, I'm gonna call it uprooted. One more thing and it's dead. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of that, munch, nom 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 nom. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks to being uprooted, Kisquel whirling through because it's now easier to get it because things have been broken and he's going for the heart. And I, it, it, it's a two. I'll see what you roll first with defense before I spend my one last fade point. So that is an atrocious plus one. I'm beating him right now by one. Um, it's pretty much all you need. <laughs> yeah, but it's being it's being with style. So I'm gonna spend it and take him to take it to a three. I'm gonna tap gets the quadle. He gets lost. Do you have any fate left? I have one fate left. Remember, I didn't spend it last time. Oh right, that's correct. Then yeah, that guarantees there's nothing left to tap. And you hear a crunching sound as as well. We ha- we won't have to deal with that movie after all. Yeah, this thing is just <laughs> completely. Devastated. Whatever presence was in the flower, the pulsing stuff, it just seeps out and, and there's this, uh, great gout of, of vaporous blasphemy shooting out in every direction and the sky turns different colors and, and the, the entire hill starts to tremble and the forest is all and shaking. The, uh, yeah. And the feather servant guard le- leans back, its face covered in, you know, covered in ichor, <laughs> and just, just, you know, does a Godzilla scream. You know? <laughs> so the question is, does he let me go now? <laughs> well, I think he's had his snack, so it's time to go digest. And so I guess I sort of plop out. Do we have any parting words from Quetzalcoatl? Have I, have I paid back my debt? It's a suitable... Preamble. Let's call it that. <laughs> Let's say it's, he, he considers it uh, the first of many trials to make up for your faithlessness. <laughs> but it was a, a fine meal. I think Thank you, you should totally plop out with the great Balas Ruby in your mouth. Oh, mean the Ruby's in my mouth? Yes, yeah, since you came, Kessakon probably ate it, and then you came out of him, and then he dissipates, and then you're standing there with the stone in your mouth. Well, I thought he dissipated with the stone. That was the payment. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's still there. He ate, he ate the essence of the demon. Yes. I have now an uncursed ruby. <laughs> well. <laughs> if you Whatever. It out and, you know, you hold it up and you're like, ha, 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 you know, I haven't. Finally, uh, that's when, you know, since the demon is eaten, it its flame-like brilliancies just die away, and from the core it just cracks and crumbles into a fine, lusterless dust. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Fall to my knees and start crying. Oh! Oh! <laughs> just as well that Rydax had this one out. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's when my snakes are sliding down and they start comforting me, sniffing at me. Like, that's okay, kids. Okay. We, we, we You're, of course, covered in all that muck and gunk from, from the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, they're not getting, that's why they're not getting on me right now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's raining so it can wash off some of that gunk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. This is the point in time. You said, you say that. That's the point in time when the skylight appears overhead and the clouds start parting. Ah, nice. You had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> and that's all, folks. Yeah, okay, guys. I'm looking for a convenient crick to dive in and wash myself off in. There are plenty of stinky pools. Stinky pools with stuff that you don't want to know in. Well, well frogodiles. <laughs> you know, it's actually not over yet because they were saying there in the clouds part. That's when we start feeling the, the rumble underneath. And I look, I look at Big G. He looks at me. I grab all my snakes up and start running down the, the ziggurat as it starts to collapse. <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's how it always ends. The dead god's been appeased. The demon's been yep. taken care of. There's nothing here to keep this temple in, in, in place anymore now. But of course, in, in the rubble, in, in the, the very base in, uh, in the very base of the, the black pyramid, there's this older temple <laughs> that's sort of now poking up in the, in all the dust and the mist. I look at that. I look at Big G's at, where was town again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, Clearly, no chance that I would be able to have done this in one session. Silly, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've had similar problems, though. So. Ah, yeah. You, the only way I can find you do something in one session is that you write your scenario down and then gut it, basically. We move half yeah. of the stuff in it. And then hopefully you can do it in one session. I think if, <laughs> if we wouldn't have had the, you know, the whole Index of Devils thing uh, and Ferryman encounter, we might have gotten through half of the fight. With the flower. But, uh, he'd say, if Todd was here, though, we still would be fighting the flower. Possibly. I mean, you never know. Yeah, you know yeah. More people to roll. Same amount of actions, I think. Thank another, you. Another, 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 enduring the, the madness. Yeah, another adventure of, of Garavar and Talatamata. And Rydak, Cyan Blade. And, Ry- and, and, and Rydak. Yeah, 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 Very yeah, bravely yeah. Uh, rode his boat to town to save the mm-hmm. ailing necromancer twins. <laughs> Saving of the Necromancers, yes, that was a very heroic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you folks later. Next time. Bye-bye. Yeah, I need 12 inches. 8 inches is enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's a quote for you to put in the... In the uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page, you can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.